Are you a business owner or a hand-making business owner especially? This, my friends, is the episode for you. Join my friend Melissa and I as we talk about the number one way to set goals in this year with God as the center. She teaches us her secret trick that is so fun and I just love it. Melissa is a sweet redheaded child of God, wife of 25 years, mom to two kids that are grown and flown, and a Gigi to the sweetest little guy ever. She is on a mission to live life to the fullest following God's call for their lives. As an entrepreneur, she loves being her own boss, pivoting and not looking back like Philippians 3.14, and also loves having a remote life and is currently living in Alaska. She's a certified life coach and has been helping Christian women with handmade shops learn how to market their business online for over three years now. She loves helping Christian makers remember God made them for this work and our world is a better place because of it. I'm so excited for y'all to hear how we talk about goals. We even talk about relationships, how to apply these goals to our personal life as well. Let's dig in. Hey friend, welcome to the Abundant Woman Collective podcast. Do you want to grow in your faith and have an intimate relationship with Jesus? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to be overwhelmed and frustrated when you're way too busy and forgot to prioritize your time with him again? Hey, I'm Sam and I too was someone who craved a deeper relationship but was too busy to make it happen. I felt overwhelmed at trying to fit him in and wished I could be confident in my faith and identity. I wanted to read the Bible and actually understand what I was reading, but I kept telling myself that I didn't have the time, the know-how, or the discipline or tools to make it happen until I found a little secret to get rid of the Christian checklist. In this podcast, you will find biblical truth, hope-filled conversations with women who are right where you are, and all of the practical tools to implement so that you will be able to deepen your relationship with Jesus. So grab your copy, Bible and pen, and let's dig in. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Abundant Woman Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Siemens, and I'm super excited to be here with my friend, Melissa. You've heard a little bit about her in the intro, but I have her here in real life. And we met a few years ago at a conference for Christian business women. And so I'm super excited to reconnect with you and to hear all about what you're doing and goal setting. But first, Melissa, will you give us like a piece of your story? Sure. Uh, One of my superpowers is marketing. I love it. And I love brainstorming marketing. And it's been really neat to see how the more I let God control Melissa's world and like be in charge of what I'm going to do, the more I get to shine that light. And it's really the confidence I begin to feel the, the more I let him lead the ship. It's been neat. So I used to market for Christian makers once 2020 hit. Okay, rewind a little bit. Pretty much a serial entrepreneur. I love being an entrepreneur, but there's seasons for each of my businesses so far. And so in 2019, I had a life curriculum, a life, like life 101 for homeschool teens, like helping them be ready for adulting 101. And I, um, I sold that curriculum when my, for my son graduated high school because I was just kind of done with the homeschool culture and just done with that season. So I just went ahead and sold it. And then I had the seed money and then that was like December, January, 2020. And I was like, okay, Lord, what are we going to do with the seed money? And he's like, I'll let you know when it's time. But in the meantime, I just want you to create. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. But it was, I had been going and going for so long, like years. And I'd been homeschooling the kids and having a small business. It was a lot. So I just, 
I tried to create, I did a little side hustle of uh, helping other people build their websites in my free time for fun because I just can't sit still. And then one day my sister had moved to Maryland and I wanted to get her a gift. And so I went on Izzy looking for like a Tumblr for her that says, Jesus loves you. You're amazing. And I found one. And so then I was like, well, I'm going to go get something else from the shop too, just to put in the box with it. And I went to the shop and it was like full of some Christian things, some Wiccan things, some pagan things, occult things. I was like, I was like, well, praise God, Jesus sells, but you're not going to get my money. I want my money to support the kingdom. So I went, I spent the whole day on Etsy looking for Christians. <laughs> and I realized like how dark it kind of is in that, in the crafting world. Like there's, and it's just Christian, it is dark, not because of like all the evil is Christians aren't shining. I feel like, like we don't, it's not cool to say you're a Christian. I'm speaking for every maker on Etsy. I'm sorry, gals. Okay. <laughs> but they don't say they're Christian and it's hard to find them. So I, I decided there has to be a better way to do this. I want to be able to find for Melissa, like I want to be able to find Christian makers and support them with my money. So I started an online directory and I marketed for the past three years for the makers, connecting them with Christian shoppers because I'm a marketer. So like I was gathering my tribe of Christian shoppers and I was sending them to the people. And I realized this year, I was like, you know what I really want to be doing is helping these makers learn how to market for themselves, like giving them the muscles instead of them relying on me to do these things. They can do this themselves. So now we focus on teaching the makers how to create quarterly plans and how to get their funnels in order to get the right people coming into their shop. And it's been a beautiful adventure. I love it so much. That is so fun. And I had no idea that Etsy was that I just shop. And so I don't know, but that makes, that makes sense. And I love that you were an outlet and a light for these women to do their things. And I might need you soon. Okay. So <laughs> all the business things, you've done all the business things. And so we're hit, we've hit a new year and everyone and their mom is goal setting right now. So I'm super excited to talk to you about that. How do you take your clients through to create their quarterly goals? Okay. I have really loved doing this because in the midst of the past two years, I've been going through like therapy and working on Melissa and I was like in my quiet time and just really began to go deep into that renewing your mind. I know the Romans 12 too, the renewing your mind, being transformed from the inside out. I'm like, there has to be more to it than just reading my scripture. So I would do this whole deep dive into thoughts and what, how I can prime my brain in the morning to just be on fire for God all day. And that plays into the goal setting. So I just kind of want to lay that foundation there. <laughs> okay, wait, time, pause. Let's, we can hit on, I want to hit on Romans 12 a little bit and then we can do goal oh. setting. Okay, well, actually I want to go into goal setting because I'm going to come back to that. If that's okay. okay. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what I have the makers do is at the be like before the quarter even begins, like six weeks, like mid and because you're a maker, like business owners, we go by quarters. We don't go by years. So I have them look like before the quarter even starts, I have them just close their eyes and dream up living right past that quarter. And just they are there with a cup of coffee and they are joy-filled and content and happy and satisfied with how that quarter went. And they are celebrating it, whether they are talking with the Lord, they're journaling, they're talking with a friend, whatever that equals. And I have them write down that moment of what they're celebrating. And we're not even talking goals at this time. We're just having them, what they're celebrating from the quarter. 
And then after they write that down, I have them come back to the now and looking at what they're celebrating. I have them create goals that will get them to that success. And it's been interesting to watch them have goals and then be like, hold on, let's go ahead and play the game of going forward, coming back. Because oftentimes they change their goals. It changes what they're trying to go for. It's a, it almost mm-hmm. changes like a heart shift whenever you can feel it and see it and celebrate it. So, and, and also they want to do, they want to make their goals tasks instead of the the goal. So it's yeah. now we have like a goal section and then we have a task section to help them reach their goals. So that's, that's the goal thing. But then after we do that, there is a section that says, who do I need to, what do I need to know about myself to reach the success? Like, what do I need to know who I am, how God made me, what he has called me to do? And that becomes part of their affirmations for the seats, for the quarter. I love that because it's, well, one, it's kind of counterculture because we like to make the list and stack on the things to do to get to what we want. But you're really teaching them to work backwards. And, and, and I love that where it's not task focused. I mean, yes, you have to do things to get to your goal, but it's not as heavy of it, of, as of an emphasis. I swear I can talk on <laughs> tasks. And so, cause me, I feel like the bigger my task list gets, then like overwhelm can set in or, you know, like keeping up can set in, but backwards kind of feels like you're taking some of that away. We have an accountability coach inside for my clients and we actually keep a bird's eye view of their business. We only keep track of their goals and we will help them stay accountable on their tasks. But the whole goal is, is this actually helping you reach the goal? And it helps them be able to be like, oh, you know, this is just actually going to cause me stress and it won't move the needle very much. We'll pull it back out, take it back off. So that's how we're helping them also is we just stay out of the tasks for them. Yeah, I, that's great. That's fantastic. What? Oh, yeah. So I have a weird question, but what are some, cause you mentioned like this task doesn't move the needle. Do you see any theme among your clients of like maybe tasks that we think we have to do, but they don't actually move the needle? Overcomplicating campaigns. Like is they, they want to make X number of sales for the season and so they want to do like a Black Friday sale, but instead of doing like a Black Friday sale that's super simple with one item, with one discount, with one clear objective, it's 17 different things for sale at different times, at different amounts and all the, and it's just oh. overcomplicating it. So I see that with, with moving the needle and other things is, I have, okay, I have the makers make two funnels, one for their products, like on the Etsy shop page or their website, it's like 15% off free shipping. By the way, mom math says go with free shipping, just if you're wondering for oh, any makers yeah. out there. <laughs> mom math, right? But the other one I'm trying to get the makers to create is a non-tangible funnel, one for the pain point that their product actually helps them with on the journey. And so it's just and that one's harder because they're so used to selling their products. They aren't used to speaking to their perfect shopper. So I, we go really in depth on who their perfect shopper is. So they actually are speaking to that person and just using that in their, their quarter, like making sure to just connect with them on a real personal level. I love that because yeah, you're right. I feel like that's not something makers would think about. They would just think about, here's a pretty product. 
when I, here's a pretty shirt, for example, but your girl, here's another mom math. I would like the full length of shirts, please, for my children and for myself. Midriffs don't work for me, sweet girl. So like if someone can create cute, full <laughs> shirts. Too Nikki. But that's yes, important, agree. right? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that's, and that's, that's, that's great. That makes me want to connect with them. That's cute. You know, that's an interesting pain point because that's actually a product pain point and not a non-tangible pain point, but that's totally like a know your audience yeah. type thing. So that'd be a good question for any t-shirt makers out there. Ask your people, what kind of length of shirt do they want? And you do that, by the way, with surveys and surveys matter because you get to know shoppers better again and again. So you keep talking to the right people. So good. I'm sorry. I'm just like going on all marketing. I'm telling you, I could play this no. game all day. Keep coming, Sarah. Bring more. <laughs> I love it. Okay. You had mentioned affirmations. So how can oh, these... Gosh. Sorry. My alarm's going off for Zoom. It's good. It's good. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. How can these... You mentioned affirmations. How can they create affirmations from the goals that they've set? Okay. It's you... Okay. Let's say you want to... Bring you want to sell 25 headbands in this season. So, or let's say you want to sell 100 headbands in this season. Who do you need to be to sell those headbands? And you need to believe in your products. So speak life on how God has gifted you to create these products. Speak life on how customers are blessed when they receive your product. And it's helping them look cute in an easy, fashionable way. You are confident that your shoppers want to hear from you. And so you're actually email them every week and you talk to them about life and about your stuff. And I actually, because oftentimes like I, we can tell makers, we can tell anyone, we can tell Melissa all day long how to sell. But if you don't believe in who you are and who God called you to be and that you actually are supposed to be doing this in this season because God has called you to it, you won't be selling. You'll, you will, you'll yeah. do the actions, you'll do the steps, but it won't show. It won't, it won't sell. So I actually created, I've been praying for these makers for three years now. Like I, I love makers and God just called me to help them. I actually do not have a handmade shop right now. My husband has pottery cup shop. Like he makes handmade coffee mugs. I mean, I got to show it off real quick. Oh, I mean, so pretty. Cool. But, um, and we used to have like a handmade soap shop when I was homeschooling the kids. Like we did business 101, but I don't have anything now. So I'm just helping them from the outside. So as I'm praying for them, I'm just lifting them up. And I realized there were certain things I'm praying again and again for them. So I made this it's Christian morning maker, Christian maker morning affirmation. And it's just seven things to help them Love get that. started with their affirmations in the morning because it just, it just it helped me to have a foundation to build on when I started building my affirmations. So I thought it'd help them too. Yeah, I love that. And then you're helping them to get started on the right foot each and every day. Hmm. Because I'm telling you that and Romans you're... 12 too, you that renewing your mind is a thing. When we can start out on that lane of not hearing what the world says about us, but who God says about us and hearing our own voices say it, it's a big deal. Yeah. And when we know that and we are confident in that, then everything comes from that. Our business, our motherhood, our wifehood, our whatever role you want to play comes from who you are in Christ. Like it, it, it all is foundational. And you know, I'd love to play this game with non-makers for a second, because I've never played the game with non-makers, like just a mom, like a mom of homeschool kids, right? Like, you yeah. could do the same thing every quarter, like right, like November fifteenth is for 
Q1. So if you're already in Q1, go ahead, like dream about how you want your January through March to feel, what successes you want to have and come back and figure out your goals. But then also get ready in Valentine's Day to start planning for April through June. Like as a mom, like what are some silly things you want to celebrate? Did you go on a date with your kid? Did you laugh when you were at the park? Like, did you blow bubbles and it was fun? Like what equals celebrations for you? And then you can begin to make goals for that. Like goals for that might be blowing bubbles with the kids three times. Like that could totally be a goal for the quarter. And then the task is, yeah. you know, go do the thing. <laughs> I'm trying to think yeah. if that's a task by the or bubbles. a goal, but I think it's like, like date each kid could be a goal. And then the task is doing the different kind of dates. But I love that this system you've provided is good for not just homemakers, but also other business owners and also people who don't have a business because you're right. What if your if your goal is to, well, what did you say though? It's a dream. If you, it's something it's, it's a dream. If you don't make a plan and it's just, a, it's not a goal unless you make a plan. It's just a dream. Yes. And, and so like, not, even, I don't know how to say it right, but <laughs> yeah, but you get the gist. If like, if I, my dream is to date my husband every week, but I don't plan it and it's not going to happen. So if my goal is to date my husband and then my task list is maybe to find the places we want to go to actually mm-hmm. schedule it on the calendar, right? Then that also makes put the it goal. in the budget, right? Yes. Oh yeah. Money. Yes. And you won't do it unless you do it or you'll blow your budget. Like your girl does, but that's yeah. okay. Um, <laughs> girl, I get it. So, we actually have a line what? item to date each week in our budget because it's that important to us. Yes. I love that because that <laughs> was intentional. I love too that creating goals helps you set intentions, right? Your mm-hmm. intention is to spend time with your husband. And so your goal is to date weekly. And so, you know, like when we can set our intentions on what the Lord has for us, what he's called us to, who he's called us, it puts everything in place. And then we're not like life is passing. And we're like, oh, shoot, I wanted to start dating my husband. And now the year's gone and now it's a new year, you know? Well, if that's the case, you start tomorrow. I mean, move on. Because <laughs> that whole Philippians 3.14, you don't look back keep going forward, right? So all those moms out there wondering that and thinking that right now. Also, dating your husband does not have to be expensive. We started out going to Torchy Tacos. It was 15 bucks for the both of us in the morning time. But it was kids and teenage life, homeschooling, like that $15 was like a saving grace for our relationship and also our relationship with the kids because like it just helped us connect and then like refill before we went back to being mom and dad again. (laughs) Yeah. And even about our wife, like if I don't have alone time with my children, they don't feel seen, heard, and loved. If I don't have alone time with my spouse, he doesn't feel, you know, seen, heard, and loved. And so we do dates a lot. <laughs> also, I want to add to that though, your kids each, your spouse, but also I know, don't know for you, but, but Melissa, she needed alone time every single week with Jesus. It was called my date with God time and heaven help you. I had to have it. <laughs> yep. Again, it makes you a better everything when your foundation is set on the Lord. Okay. So you have already given my listeners a ton of value and practical application, which I love. Thank you. So if you're going to give my listeners a tip for creating their goals this way, what would your number one tip be? Have an open mind to what you might be surprised at what you celebrate. You might be surprised at just believe that God has great plans for you. That Ephesians 3.20, he has great plans, bigger than we can imagine or hope for. And just Stay in that place when you're dreaming and let just God lead the dreams with what your possible celebrating is. 
Ephesians 3.20 is one of our favorite verses around here. Mm-hmm. I believe I in abundant coat. Woman co- yes. I mean, it's hanging above my kitchen table. <laughs> Before we sign, tell our friends where we can connect with you. Also, what other things you're doing that they can come listen or say hi to. So the... The marketing part for the makers is called handmademarketingpro.com. And I have a podcast that's short tidbits each week. Just pretty much I'm sharing my email via podcast. For those who would rather listen than read an email. And it just is marketing tips, but it's also mindset renewing tips. We did a whole series in the fall of how to create your own morning affirmations. So that might be helpful if that kind of hit something for y'all. Also, we have a the Christian Maker Morning Affirmation, and I'll give Sam the link in case y'all want to get that affirmation to get started with your affirmations. And then that's my main business. But I also have a part-time business I'll tell you about real quick. It's called Empty Nesting on Purpose. And my husband and I became empty nesters and asked God what was next. And God sent us to Alaska, long story short. So if you want to hear about that, we have a podcast called Empty Nesting on Purpose. Me and my husband are sharing our journey. I love that. You already know that I'm a huge fan of moving across country and doing the thing that even feels radical and crazy because God told you to. That's the only reason you need. So yes, definitely go check out Melissa's podcast. And then if you're a maker, which I know I have a few of them in the community, check out Melissa for all things making and, and doing the thing. Friend, I hope you were blessed by this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before you go, quick things. One, can you follow us on social? I would love to get social with you. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube all have the username Abundant Woman Co. Come say hi. Also, we have a free Facebook community that has women just like you building community going after Jesus and just making connections. Come join us there. I can't wait to meet you. And last, I would love if you could screenshot this episode and share it on your socials for a chance to be featured. Until next time.